Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. So Christmas time, right? Um, it's coming up. Mishi, uh, my wife, wanted to gift you guys a few things just to get in the holiday spirit. Really appreciate, you know, our conversation. I think a lot of people appreciate our conversation. So Mishi wanted to you know, highlight a few things. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> gift exchange. Okay, where's our gifts? Yeah. Huh? Uh, I am the, I'm the gift. <laughs> We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pills. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills. Fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wiggin' wheels straight up. But in the past bag, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. I got something to come. Brad, this is for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Gift giving. Mija, you taught me that behind every good man. Behind? I taught you behind. Beside every good man. Ooh, you see, you already checked me. Beside every good man is a good woman. So, yes, I love to okay, see that. Okay, okay. So, what we got in the bag? One step ahead of my own woman with the gift given. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Man, this, is, this is fire right here, bro. Oh, they know my oh, size. I like that there. And my baby, my, my like baby. What you about shirt. that? That's what my baby Kamala said. That's right. That's I'm Kamala's speaking. shirt. Yeah, I'm speaking. Period. Yes. It means period. <laughs> yeah, full sentence. I'm speaking. <laughs> yeah. We want to have yes. a conversation with our women um, to actually get their perspective on all these topics that we've been having and, and discussing. And that's the thing with athletes, though. And when you're an athlete, your career and your life takes over your entire family's life. Your yeah. nuclear family and your uncles, your aunts, your grandparents. Like, you're the star. And athletes need to know that and men need to know that. A woman is just as important as you in every aspect of life. Business, love, you happy at night, she needs to be happy at night. All that stuff. So that's the thing, too, you know, that we Chef, need to let Chef people Nancy know. Chef Nancy said it best. She said, you know, we, you, you right here, you're just looking straight. We got your front, your back, your side, and everything. And I think that's true. And we need to give that back to them. 100%. Yeah. I guess so for me, before we, and they're still unwrapping things, but what, what's your inspiration? You just... You know, a lot of people think like House of Athletes is just me, 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 but we have an entire team. Um, I'm on the brick and mortar side, the supplement side. You just launched the apparel company. I, you know, I guess your inspiration is what I want to hear about. Well, there's a lot of inspiration, to be honest. I think um, there's a lot of holes in the market. There's a lot of things that are lacking, like comfortable sweatsuits that are interchangeable um, with your performance attire, what you can wear to the gym, um, home from the gym, or like out with your friends. If it's fashionable and comfortable, then you need to be able to wear it, and it needs to be able to be wearable all the time, not just to and from. So I want to design something for everyday life, something for people to feel comfortable in from the inside out, but also the outside in. Um, so I focused a lot on the fabrics and the quality of the materials and um, kind of the finishings and the things that people don't normally pay attention to. I paid very close attention to that. Um, but I also design for every body. And I mean that literally every single body type. Um, you can be an extra large, you can be a large, you can be a 2X, you can be an extra small or a medium, whether men or women. You could be polka dot for all I care. And the clothes are made to look good on you. Um, you feel like that was a gap in the, in the business and the industry? 100%. Like I design men's clothes actually what I want to see you in. But not only what I want to see you in, I like wearing men's clothes. So I design what I want to wear too mm -hmm. in the men's line. Um, but there's definitely a gap because you put on a sweatsuit and it's high water, mm -hmm. or it's too short, or the muscles don't fit in. So I had to expand the size in order to fit people who have muscles, people who got a little gut, or got a little butt, or whatever, got some thighs, you know. Gotta, here's the reality. I was about to jump on that. <laughs> well, well, what she ended up doing is, is amazing, right? Because I was doing all the brick and mortar stuff, and she came in. I was like, yo, people asking for t-shirts, et cetera, et cetera. So I started white labeling things, put together this line. She came in one day. I had my little nice little rack up in the facility. I thought I was doing something nice. She's like, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. 
she took everything down. I didn't even sell the first collection for real. Like I designed something, right? And she was like, no, we're not doing that. I was designing out of LA and the quality wasn't great. <laughs> it was a little off. That, that's why y'all was beefing? Ooh. <laughs> so last, last week yeah. we talked about Started. Yeah, that would be, be, be Marshall's word, right, Fred? Yeah. We didn't say beef. That what, would be Marshall's What'd you call it, though? I call it forced communication. Uh, that That's a part of it. And that's what it is. But what 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 is that? And and being business partners and spouses. Like, what what, what is that like? Because y'all right now, y'all talking about he put the rack up and you was like, the hell with that rack. You yeah. want your own rack. So the dynamic is really cool, but it's also a shit show sometimes. <laughs> but it's nice to be able to work with your spouse. However... The same way you butt heads on everyday topics like the AC, you're going to butt heads on everyday topics like what model is being in, what clothes, what, what we're going to put out this season. So for me to have complete control over the apparel line and Brandon also be um, the CEO of the company, he also has complete control. So there's me. And there's him. So you don't have complete control. That's, Let's just say this. She literally told, she literally told our team the other day, she said... He's not going to micromanage me. He better not come to the photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, which, which, I, but this is the thing. And I, bro, I'm like, I'm the CEO. <laughs> but, but this is the thing. Like, first of all, yes, I said that, and I, I don't necessarily apologize for it. But I didn't. That's like banter back and forth. If you work with a spouse, you know that you're going to butt heads, and that is probably one of the things that you're going to butt heads about. It's like somebody telling the other person what to do and the other person disagreeing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It's a bad thing if you don't come to a compromise in the end. Like, if we can't figure out your needs and my needs, like, the need is to be in charge of my position and to be um, independent in that role and be able to do what I need to do to get my job done. If you don't let me do that, I'm going to have an issue. Mm. So it's kind of like taking away the control, giving it a little bit, and then taking away, giving it, taking it away. Not saying that he was doing that, but that was the fear. Yeah. So it's like, no, 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 no. Please don't micromanage me. This is not going to be good. I mean, the better decision maker when it comes to business or anything of that matter, isn't it always a woman anyway? Ooh. When you want to get shit done the right way? <laughs> I'm saying, right? I think you're right. I hate to say it, but I think you're right. I mean, I, I like Brandon for the, the tug and pull just to feel like he's a part of what's going on. <laughs> but so who's the backbone i mean i'm pretty sure most of you will say your wife and if you don't there will probably be problems at home but you know because we're too cocky going. men are too cocky and confident ego, in themselves they're analytical they think about it they're intelligent mm-hmm. and they lay it out yeah. we just run through wall that's right mm-hmm. that's yeah right. And that's what it is so if you get you a good woman you're going to be more successful. Well, I, I was going to touch on the beef a little bit because that, that wasn't here. really the beef. But I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to throw it out there because all of you guys played in the NFL and you play football. So. Let me get some water. You guys have all been at the forefront of every conversation, of every need, of every situation, all the limelight, all the everything, right? Let's, is that agreed? Yes. Okay. So when you have to take a back seat to needs or emotions or um, let's just say this, everything has revolved around Brandon for 13 years. Where we go, where we live, what's going on. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I signed up for and that's what I appreciate. Um, and it's a blessing. But when you're not doing that anymore and then I have a decision that needs to be made and I don't come to you and ask you or, or come to you and share the communication or communicate the things I need to communicate, it's a huge problem. But what you guys don't realize is that's the problem that you guys created in the very beginning. There, wasn't, there was a lack of communication. Like, you go to work and you come home. If you're having a bad day or if you, there was a loss in the game or if there was an issue or something else, most of the time, we get the short end of the stick. So it's, okay, I'm just going to take a step back. But when the shoe's on the other foot and then now I'm quiet or I have a lot on my mind or I have something that I'm going through, you expect communication right up front. Well, that doesn't always happen that way. And I've been in the situation where I've had to learn that for a very long time. He's never been in that situation before. So now that situation presents itself, and I don't, 
with, with, <laughs> what, I, don't think he but, knew, but I don't think to, he knew how to, to handle that it. Point, with retirement, can we can we change? When you is, when you retire, can you take yourself out of the limelight and put that, somebody that, else? That's in the front? thing, though. We're, when we're when we're active, when we're uh, when you're in your career, when you're in career mode, right? And they tell you got to be at the, uh, the the top of the top. It's only sixteen hundred guys, give or take, in the NFL, right? So you're that one percent. You're the best in the world. And they tell you, look, you got to be, uh, um, you know, at your highest level. What we're doing is we're in a box. We have a routine. We don't want nothing to interfere with that. We don't want nobody to say too much. This is what we know. This is what we got to do each and every day. So when that's disrupted, retirement, yeah. injury, whatever, forced uh, the game. When the game is done, when you're done, right, then you have to make those adjustments. And for a lot of people, if they're not prepared, then it'll be a hard transition. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we talk, you were still, you're still, basically, he's still active because he hadn't said he was retired I'm, yet. I'm done. I ain't played in two years. But you still hadn't I'm said never, you I taught, we had this discussion. I'm never going to say retirement because I'm still, I'm still working. You got your severance? But, no. but Get your severance. That. Yeah, we, we working on that. That's besides, that's that's besides the point. The point I'm trying to make is a lot of guys can identify with what's next. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Correct. And then when that what's next hit them, sometimes for some guys who haven't prepared, it's so abrupt. Yeah. They don't know how to handle, you know, uh, um, just regular stuff, yeah. let alone what's going on at the house. You know what I'm saying? So those are all challenges. Those are all new. You're home every day. That's, 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 that's new. That's a big piece. You know what I'm saying? All right. We good now? We ain't beefing? All right, can we see the quality real quick? Just feel that quality of the hoodies real quick. Just feel the hot quality. Quick. So the top, we got some the top five, the top, mm-hmm, the top mm. six shirts That's are the I am cool. athlete, I am speaking, I am black yeah. shirts in, in white and black. But then the bottom, each one of you guys was gifted our um, House of Athlete tie-dye socks and our sweatsuits from oh. Portugal, as well as our moleskin notebooks. It's from Portugal. From Portugal. Oh, Lord. Quality. Happy holidays. Thank you so much. That's what I'm wearing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open that up. Open that Which up. Right Y'all ain't getting nothing. I'll get Ziggy and Ziggy something. you wear, bro. A website. www.houseofathlete.com. I'm ready to run through this one right here. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so clean, bro. Well, we appreciate it. We had a big discussion around beefing and just the pandemic and what's how much pressure that's putting on our relationship. So it's good to have you on the show. And I'm, I want to ask you this right in front of me. Okay. Is he getting better? Is yes. he progressing? Yes. Is he maturing? Yes. Okay. Yes, he is. Yes. That's it? That's beautiful. <laughs> hey, but that's beautiful right there. there. I'm going to come to y'all's 50th wedding anniversary. There you yes. Go. Yes. Please do. Bye, guys. Thank you. Uh, thank you. You decided what you're going to do with that carrot yet? What, what, what size carrot? you going? What you mean? What's the carrot? That ring. You got to buy that I ring. I don't even like vegetables, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I took, when I took my sweat off, you know, I use little Fenty products. Uh-huh. Yeah, I use Fenty. You know, a little powder. Get my face together. Yeah, when I get on camera, because, you know, I'm black. I shine. You use Fenty? Yeah. Rihanna? Maybe, you know, Rihanna made shades for every complexion. Y'all got to check that shit out. Did you get Sharpie? <laughs> you trying to call me black? <laughs> Now listen, you 50-50, so that's like that's, that's racist. I told you, Drake and Obama got me right. They love me now. Nah, he 55 50. <laughs> he, 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 he got more black people house than the other side. So. Oh yeah, we, we good. We good. good. I went 15. You went and I went with clarity, so it was a lot higher than expected. So think about when you were playing at your highest peak as far as earning dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what, like a game check, yep. that's what it looked like. But it ain't hurting because of the way things are going right Ooh. now. You, oh, you're saying you say a single game check? Yeah. That at could be highest, that's, at your highest peak. At my highest. Yeah. Bro, that's, that's six figures yeah, in yeah, a week. Yeah, yeah. What's the most you made? What's the most you walked out the field with on Sunday and made? I never looked at it. It was like four or five hundred thousand dollars a game. Four hundred. You racks. never looked at it. Yeah, it was like direct deposit. Like I never got. Uh, I never like from my mind. It was always about. It was always about the next. It was always about the next thing. So I never got caught up in you know that contract or that dollar. It was just like you know for me, I paid attention to the portfolio, the investment. I knew ten million dollars. Uh, you know, government going to take 40, 44 percent. You know, okay, we good there. So 
those checks that came in every yeah. single week, I never looked at them. Really? I just direct deposit because I was always thinking about what I got to do this game, this season, to position myself to get back to the table. Let me tell you this. The reason I started looking at my checks, I was riding around. I, I had a Chevy. I had an old school Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say you had a Chevy. Yeah, you didn't know year, yeah. model, color, All rims. Talk to me. You had a, a box Chevy or a donk? I had a donk. Talk to Ooh, me. What year? Seven, seven tray. Ooh. Vert or hard Vert. top? Vert. Talk to me. Baby blue, light gray top. What kind old of school guts? interior. Old, just old oh, school. Old school. Okay. They were old school. Clock. They were old school. Digital dash. I, I had everything. 502. Under the hood? You better believe it. trying to run it, huh? You better, you better believe it. And I, I put a high octane. 100, 100, 100 octane. Whatever the f*** it was. So you riding in your dunk? Riding in the dunk. They payday on Wednesday. They gave me a check. And this is before direct, before I knew anything about direct deposit. They didn't even have it back then. Man, Fred. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Bruh, they, they had it. Yeah. They had it, but I wasn't I wanted to see my money. You know what I'm saying? So I, I they would give me the check. I took the check and I put it in my visor. Probably like eight months later. I opened the visor, boom, check fall out. Check expired. I take it back to the team. They said, Well, we'll recut, we'll cut this check for you again. But we want to introduce you to direct deposit. <laughs> so yeah. at that point, I just started, even with the direct deposit dummy, the blank check. You still get that, yep. I, I would take it out and I look at the stub. All right, this is $150,000, $200,000 each and every week when it's payday. I got to see it, though. Hmm. So you, te- you telling me you're not looking at your checks, it's kind of like Ocho saying he never heard of a teammate wanting to Shut it down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After getting a contract. Yeah. I don't believe you. Well, so when I looked, at the, so so we definitely got, you know, you definitely still got the stub. The only thing I would look at is deductibles because, you know, you got to look at, you know, there's, there came a point where we were like, dang, so they charging us for this? Like, we go on the road. You know, there was certain type of charges. And and that's the only thing I would look at is deductibles, making sure that they wasn't taking more than they were supposed to. That's it. But I mean, of course, like there was there was times where I see the number, but I, I wasn't big on that. I didn't care. I was like, that check is going straight there. I still got. I probably still have everything from the Miami Dolphins not even opened up. I still even got my first NFL check. I never even I never even cashed. My first NFL check came from the Kansas City Chiefs. I went on a visit. It was only like sixty bucks, but I I just held it. I never cashed it when I was going through the draft process. Um, they gave us like a little stipend. And I was so proud of it. It was like, man, to see that logo, I just kept it, never cashed. I still got it right now in my in, in one of my boxes, shoe boxes. Wow. That's Something like crazy. sixty bucks. Seventeen thousand was my lowest payment. My highest payment was a hundred. Like I I knew exactly what I made for it. My worst year, rookie year, two thirty seven was the minimum. If you do the math on that, it was like it was right under seventeen thousand I made. As a rookie, and then when I got my second deal, I knew how much that was. But y'all boys is crazy. Y'all don't y'all don't count y'all cash. The first the first check I really ever got was my signing bonus, and it was seven hundred something thousand, and it ended up being five hundred eighty eight thousand after taxes. Mm. So I had a, the first check I ever saw was five hundred eighty thousand. I was sitting in my I was sitting in my uh, Dodge Ram fifteen hundred sitting there, and I saw it, and I smiled, and I cried, and I smiled, and I texted my mama, then I texted my right. sister. Bro, I cried. Five hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars. I don't think. I don't think my family's ever made that. Like in my mind, nobody in my family's ever made this much money in their life. And it was a. It was. I was. It was. A, what was. What was. Uh, Will Fargo before Will. Arcovia. And it was a bad red little teller. And I was going to it with the little uh, the little dolphin checks. I thought the dolphin check would work. You're, but trying, it was, you're trying to be fancy. But it was those summer checks. Those little two fifteen hundred, eighteen hundred dollar yeah, yeah, checks. Yeah, yeah. The little yeah, summer yeah, checks. Yeah. So I was going to the little summer checks to the window, and she'd come up, and she was a bad red one now. <laughs> All y'all got bad red ones. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And I'd give my little check, and I'd be smiling. She wouldn't even look up. She was looking down, and she'd give my, she put my money in the envelope. She didn't even look me in the eyes. When I got that 588, I went inside. <laughs> I had to talk. I had to be this close to her. Even at that big, thick-ass glass, I had to be right here with her. <laughs> and she never looked up. In month, about three months, she never looked up. I slid that 588000 under that window. <laughs> I said I like I like to deposit this, ma'am. She still didn't look up. She looked at that check. 
<laughs> hey, Mr. Crowder, you want to put it in this account or this account? Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, we can put a little in your account. But, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I just had to work there because I saw. And, you know, I saw how fake she was. I We dated for about three months. Yeah. Yeah. You dated? I always whoa, felt like whoa, that was whoa, whoa, I had, whoa, I had dated whoa, for about three months. Whoa. But she was bad, bad. This before you was married, right? Then way before I was married. I okay. Got married. Yeah, it was my okay. rookie year. I got married my seventh year. Okay, okay, Six okay. Years. But Where yeah. was she at now? So I don't know. I hope she's failing because of the fact that, that she <laughs> I mean, y'all dated three months. Why it didn't work out? I knew what she was about. When I say date, when I say date, I mean call it once a week and see what's going on that night. Y'all, y'all yeah, I, when I date, when did we sleep together? <laughs> did we did, did we make love? I did, I want I want to know. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a family show. I was young though too now, so yeah. I I ain't the stuff I do now, Chad. I ain't know like when I tell you this: when you're younger, you don't really know how to how to show out. Right. I didn't know to play. I didn't know to play submissive. I didn't know to right. I didn't know to be the one that's wait, getting wait, beat wait, up wait, in the bed. Wait, 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 time out, time out, I used to be a man in time the bed, but now out. I know how to Let's get, to let's, let's get to the meat and potatoes, <laughs> B. Let's get to the meat and potatoes of the situation. You deposited 588000 Yeah. Asia, and, come here, Asia. Wait, wait, hold on. Asia hold on. here, hold on. Hey. His wife here. Oh, yeah. my bad, Asia. Go ahead, go ahead. You deposited $588,000 check. Wait, I want to know, in that period of three months, how much of that $588 was spent on her? Whew, with... With gas, you want me to do all the math, gas and dinner and everything? A ballpark probably be probably 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 fifteen. Fifteen thousand? Fifteen racks. Uh-huh. With the dinners and all and right. all that stuff, gas and, and maybe the insurance of if I do the math on right. getting together and all. Yeah. Insurance. What insurance, bro? My the car insurance that she was Man, in. Man, you don't you can't count that. Nah, all that count, right? That's fifteen thousand. All right, let me ask, let me ask let me ask you a question. First of all, Asia here, I ain't this is the first time Asia ever came to the show. Because you've been talking real reckless. So let me let reckless? me ask y'all a question why, you know, we're gonna try to convince Asia to come well, out here. Goat in the room. A goat? Yeah, yeah, let me ask you a question. Good people so, like, me about Fred, you like the goat. Why you like is the it, goat? Like, do y'all like <laughs> hey, why is it that it's kind of awkward. Like you move on, you marry, you got another girl, you got another dude or whatever. Why is it so awkward for us to talk about our past relationships? Awkward for who? There's a lot of people that struggle with, you know, the thought of my significant other being with someone else. I go back to season one. You said something funny. It's like the reality is somebody smashed. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. said, what you said? Yeah. Did y'all did y'all marry virgins? No, no, no. So it's not real. No, not at Correct. All. But why is it such a struggle? I, I, I like it. I, I, I like the conversation. For everybody home, everybody that's watching, your soulmate is getting banged by somebody else right now. Let that sink in. Yeah, if they ain't married yet. If you ain't married, your soulmate your fiance, right now is banging somebody else. That's just the honest truth. <laughs> to the matter. Chad. What? Drop it. Oh, huh? Wait, a little faster. A little faster. A little faster. Oh, a little faster. Yeah. A title of bigger. Nah, just bigger. Oh, just bigger. Yeah. Oh, 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 Women got to deal with it too. Mm. You feel me? So it, we 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 can't be one sided. It's, it's reality. But I I do want to let, let me. Can I can I change something? Well, quickly, let me tell you this because you just said something, Fred, and made me think about it. Quick, quickly, Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred. That's your name. Freaky, man, you got you freaky, 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 Uncle Fred. 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 Okay. Flat out. Flat out. Fred. Fred. Are you nasty or are you not nasty? Are you freaky, Fred, or not? Because I'll stop calling you. I was nasty on the field, bro. Are you nasty when it when it mattered late at night? <laughs> he won't say no, so I know. But Fred, quickly, women are just as women are just as freaky. And, and, Why and he won't and, answer though? Because I know Fred would, bro. Fred got so many ropes and things. <laughs> Fred got so much stuff in his Fred house. Got swings. I bro, the swing, Listen. you know that swing you latch on the door handle. Hold on, you're not Fred so quiet. He like Christian Grey. Yeah, yeah. Don't say nothing real sneaky with the. <laughs> See, we can't let him with the white jeans no more. <laughs> <laughs> he he get on a whole nother level. Every time he got the white jeans. With these white jeans on. He <laughs> look nice with the Christmas outfit. Yo, Christmas. Yeah. Last week you had the Howard. You remember? So, Fred, <laughs> so where'd you want to go, bro? Fred, uh, one thing, one thing. You ain't never been like this, Fred. <laughs> 
I mean, that part of whatever's going on over there. He won't say no, though. Nah. He, won't say, he no. won't say no. Nah, I mean, the game is to be what? <laughs> I'm going to get a check. So not told. Soon as I, soon as I mention this, yeah. OnlyFans got to go live for 24 hours. <laughs> like, boom. <laughs> we, we, we in and we out. Hold on, hold on. Wait, hold on. So you got an OnlyFans page? It's a business decision. <laughs> Asia, will you join the show? Can we get Asia Crowder, please? Oh, <laughs> look at look at like boy blushing. Yeah, man. <laughs> is it, is, hey, what is it about the white jeans? Because I think that's he when that's when he let the world know who, who made me wear the white jeans. I do, you know, I try to style him because he doesn't yeah. really care about fashion, so I try she to must do my best. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Look at his smiling. He's so cute. Oh, that's that's my baby. Oh, baby, you know. Yeah. We have a good time, but this 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 home, this my rock. I like that. Yeah. You he, had he it that way, right? He turned red like Rudolph. You had it that way, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Praise God. Do you? Are you gonna do this? What you mean? You gonna be here in ten years? Probably twenty. 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 Thirty. So Asia, what basically was happening? He he. He's about to propose. He's about to, you know, buy a 15 karat ring. Yeah. You know, so that's that's, that's been the. It's time. Yeah. It I is. feel like 15 carats is a little too big. Okay. But but he feel otherwise. I think it's it's good being that that individual is a reflection of me. A stone that big, you don't be able to see the reflection. Right. That. I'm just saying it's a reflection that's of me. Crazy. And I, I like to dumb myself down in a sense, like not in no like not no not flashy. So I allow her to be that. But all of that, that's that's that talk. We got you on the show. Oh my god. Talk to us. This boy talking reckless, talking about role playing. He talking about everything. Hair kitty kitty. Yeah, hair kitty kitty. <laughs> I'm the cat. I, I think it's important to, you know, like Hold explore. On. I don't know. I think it's important to explore a relationship. Okay. Especially at this point, you yeah. know. Three kids. Well, Twelve years. Yeah. Twelve years, three kids. I don't know. I think it's cool to like keep it fresh. So everything he talking about on the show, he he oh, that's, is that's real. He, I mean, yeah, I I like it. I so like it. okay, did he? I told y'all, bro. You know what they doing now, baby? Yeah. <laughs> they regretting what they've been doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I could have been the cat. Yeah, they don't know. It's just an interrogation. I'd have been the cat. Yeah, I'd have so, been the cat. So we're we're glad to see that you're doing well. We, we yes. talked about COVID and, yeah, and what was, you went through. That was tough. How, talk, speak real quick about that, because a lot of people don't believe COVID is real. Right. Uh, Channing, share how real it was and how it affected your family. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we did everything. Sanitized all the time, constantly. You know, even the kids were sick of us about sanitizing and wearing the mask when they're playing with their friends. You know. But somehow we caught it. We tried to contract trace and couldn't even figure out like how that happened. Um, and I'm never, like, I don't have body aches or back pains or anything like that. And I just start getting these, like, acute back pains. And I was talking to, um, Dr. Tello, shout out Dr. Tello, because she's been our doctor for all yeah. three kids, and she comes to the house. Mm -hmm. And, uh, she was talking to me, and she was like, I think you need to go to the ER and check that out. And because she said that, because I was just going to ignore her, I'm thinking, like, okay, well, this is different. Maybe this is just the symptoms, but she was yeah. like, it could be something in your lungs, like, you know don't sleep go see what's happening and so i did and i'm grateful that i did because it kind of put me at ease i, I was very scared yeah so i mean chan you guys i, I love y'all relationship because i love the i love how real it is how organic it is and a lot of people are trying to find that right so i'm glad you came in and, and you act this is real Okay, because yeah. he be saying some wild stuff. Harry, kitty, kitty, all that stuff. <laughs> Role playing. <laughs> like, a lot of people don't do I don't do that. Ocho, you, you. Yeah, I, did you try the, the shower rod? The, shower, the curtain? No, because. No, I don't bro, do that. The baby oil? So we, we, all our showers got the glass. The glass. <laughs> oh, we don't have the shower curtain. So oh, but so we need to buy a shower curtain and baby yeah, oil. Just, so just, so just get we got to wrap each other up and be like a burrito of sex. Right. <laughs> you got to try that. <laughs> But so how am I supposed that. to get where I'm supposed to get to? That's the point. I'm not supposed to get nowhere. We're going to find it out. Yep. Uh, okay. Let me know how that works after the holidays. Hey, hey, bro, you know what? Christmas night, probably. Because that means the kids going to go right. to sleep you early sleep, because they want to exactly. wait for Santa, for Santa and then we can wrap so up. So there's, there's like three things I want to talk to you about. First, I want to talk to you about um, last 
week we talked about beef and marriage and Chan said something that was pretty damn near uh, therapeutic for a lot of people. He was like, it's forced communication. So you guys are going through COVID, stress is high. You know, we're in quarantine. Talk to us about marriage and this forced communication that he's talking about. Like, how do you, how do you guys continue to thrive in your ma- marriage, knowing that every marriage, every relationship have ebbs and flows to it? I mean, that's true. I think that more so than anything, um, it's important to when you're communicating to communicate, to understand and like not to reply. So I'm not. You know, I just want to listen to what he's saying. Like, yeah. what, trying to, with him, and sometimes, like, he talks in riddles. I got to try to figure out what he's saying <laughs> and what does it mean. And yeah. um, he used to do this thing a lot in our, in the beginning of our relationship. He would say things in jest. Like, everything is a joke. But yeah. it's some truth behind that. So what are you really trying to say to me? You know, yeah. like, say, be straight up. Like, what do you want? What do you want me to do? Yeah. So I think after we you know, start to kind of learn each other. And once you learn each other, I think it's important to just remember, like, who the person is. Like, yeah. you know, if, if you really, truly understand where they're coming from and you know they're coming from a good place, if that's your foundation, you know, I think that it makes everything easier, even when it's not presented well, you know, even yeah. in bouts of, like, anger. If you just know who that person is at their core and they mean well, I, I think that helps. Yeah. And also not to say, you know, things that are really hurtful, because yeah. once you cut, yeah. it creates resentment. So you got to be really careful about that's, how you speak to your partner. That's one thing that we don't do. We don't try to hurt each other's feelings. Like we don't try to when we're arguing, we don't try to say things just to win the argument and make the person get upset. Like we, we'll deal with the issue. You know, if I slap me, if I say anything wrong. But like when we argue, Dang, we you argue. get real soft when she come around. I've never seen this yeah, type of yeah. submissive energy. He like toned it down a little bit, right? Hey, he's, just, he's not gonna I stick his fingers in your mouth. Yeah, right? He's telling her to slap him and drag hey, that hey. around <laughs> by his bottom jaw. You all right? But but bro, if you're in trouble, just blink. <laughs> but just to y'all's point, now y'all y'all got on me, bro. But that's my wife, like. The the message that with, with this whole thing I want to send, bro, with you about to start, and y'all are married men, bro. That's my wife. That's my wife. Like it's 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 more important than everybody in this room. It's more important than and it's crazy to say than our kids, and it's wild, right? We can make more kids. We can't make this. Mm. We have three kids now. Honestly, and I know it's crazy to think about. If we're on the boat and, you know, something's going crazy and, and one of my kids are floating that way and my wife is floating that way and I can't save both of them, mm. who do I save? Bro, the real, the real answer, the only answer is your wife. And I, I love... She's going to tell me to save <laughs> the women kids. Women always say that. Me, she would say they, the same They always thing, will, bro. Yeah, but real. we have three kids. We can make four kids. We can make five kids, six kids, seven kids. I got a vasectomy. I can't make nan kid, but I get them to fi- figure out something with my balls. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is that we we could make we could create more kids, but I I swear to God, you can never create. Yeah. Okay, but here. No, 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 no. I, I could never create. I could never create her again. I like the dichotomy of he'll put his hand in somebody's jaw, and then he also, you know, like will be who he is to me. Like you know, be like a little teddy bear. I I like I like that. Yeah. You know? and yeah, I because that's. that's what it's, I don't know. Like, that's a part of what creates yeah. the excitement to you, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, we talked about that on the show. It's like when you find a real one, a woman make you change everything. You know, like, it make you really think. When they say, I'm gone, no, you play hard all you want. <laughs> what, but they make you really change. Because this boy was a bad boy. You had a reputation. We both went to uh, UF on, a, I think, at the same visit. And everybody, that Channing Crowder, Channing Crowder, like one of the toughest dudes you would ever, you talk, that is, that's known to play in the NFL. Like just bad boys, you know not to try. So it's interesting to see how when you come around or in your relationship, he's soft as hell. You soft as hell around Asia, bro. And, and that's not the Channing I know dude, like in football, and, in yeah. the locker room. And it's the only one that could do it. That's right. Holiday season, Christmas, right around the corner. A lot of stress. Family, we're in COVID, quarantine. 
how should we approach the holiday season knowing that there's a lot of people stressed out right now because they don't have or they can't be around their family? That It is tough. I mean, it's tough in situations where, you know, a lot of families in, are, are in financial crisis. Um, I don't know. I would just say hold on to your loved ones like close. Like, because not everything is about material things, you know. Um, we like to, our family likes to play games, board games, you know, one board game and you're, you can create, you know, memories and be together and love on each other. Just keep it simple. I wouldn't, um, you know, dig into what I can get for you this year or what we can't get. Yeah. Because it's not even about that. With COVID, truly, I'm just happy to get out of 2020 alive. I mean, I feel like it's been a crazy year. Yeah. You know, it's scary. Yeah. Last question I got for you. Chan, I don't know, it was, I think it was this season, he talked a lot about, you know, how proud, like his kids. Well, I even say me. Like, you know, every Saturday our kids play tennis together. And I come in a neighborhood and I'm driving through the neighborhood and I see this house. And I'm looking at this house. I'm like, dang, that whole house is dope. We just sold our house. We trying to, you know, move to New York. And I'm looking at other things. I'm like, man, this house is dope. If things don't work out in New York, maybe I'll buy this house or look into it. And then I see it and I see Asia Crowder. So talk to me about like your drive as an entrepreneur and what you're doing. You know, because Chan talks about it all the time. Your kids highlighting you saying, oh, mommy, like she's doing this deal, et cetera, et cetera. I think that's important for us to have these conversations. What are when we had Sherelle on the show and she t- she's also in real estate and she's doing some amazing things. Mishi was just on, earlier on the show. You know, so I want to talk to you about like your inspiration and why you are now driving so hard in real estate. Well, um, real estate has always been a passion of mine. Ever since I was at Howard um, in undergrad, I was in the real estate club and it was something that I was interested in. My tennis coach, my assistant tennis coach at the time was an appraiser. And me and one of my teammates would go out with him and like shadow him and do appraisals with him. So that was like my introduction into the real estate world. After I graduated, I started working for 99 Jams, and that was sales. So that was advertisement sales. So I was still kind of selling something, but not quite where I wanted to be, but I wanted to just kind of get some years under my belt, whatever. And then uh, we met, and once we start having kids, I pivoted into real estate because I felt like, well, this is the time. You know, we have kids, and we're together, and I can kind of just take a little risk there. Um, But, you know... Truth be told, Chang didn't want me to work. You know, mm. he wanted me to stay home and be with the kids. Old and, school mentality. Yep, country yep. boy. And it's not wrong. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I did for a period. And um, I felt like that was the right thing to do. The kids were babies and you want them to get to a certain point where they can talk and you can feel comfortable leaving them with other people. Um, but once I felt like my mission was done, I was ready to kind of pursue my passion and the grind when you started trying to go grind i i pushed back because now i understand now she's you know she's bringing bringing home the, the old check <laughs> so i enjoy the thrill yeah so uh how much more you can make yeah. i retire out this oh chef festive yeah <laughs> chef how you find how you find gucci with the red and the green like how you continue to do this Confessions of a shopaholic. Um, <laughs> you and Fred have spinach lasagna because he's new to the pescatarian diet, so I have to. That's right. To what? Say something. Say something. I know you want to say something. Fred, <laughs> you doing pescatarian? I've been, I've been sliding that way for oh, a little bit. Oh, Jesus Christ. This, boy, this some, is some meat. Uh, meat lover's lasagna. Yeah, for ch- yeah ch- 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 boy. What's in, the, what's in this, yo? We have some sausage and beef. Pork and beef. Yes. Oh, Jesus <laughs> That's what he like. Oh, that's because that when we used to be in a locker room, that's all he used to talk about is like, B, when I retire, I'm gonna get like 400 acres in Georgia. I'm gonna go hog hunting. He a country boy. Yeah. And then Asia got to him and said, No, nah, we ain't doing all of that. That's exactly what Sorry. happened. Mine, mine is not vegetarian. I mean, no. veterinarian, right? No. What? A what? No, that ain't a, a, what? That ain't a veterinarian. <laughs> what do y'all boys say? Veterinarian. <laughs> he said a veterinarian. That ain't a veterinarian. You good. Put it on the EU. That ain't a veterinarian. You good. Hold on, that's dog meat? <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making fun of that pesco. How you say it? Pesco what? Pescatarian. I did it on purpose. No, you good. I said it the first time. Oh, my goodness. 
Hey, y'all want some of this? Y'all want some of this real lasagna with this meat in it? No, I'm straight. Nah, oh my goodness! No, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, you ain't gonna just we ain't gonna just slide like that. Talking about enjoy. We got Asia on this show. This is a special show. Yes, we had Mishi earlier. All right, look. So, chef, yes, this you go. know this boy be talking wild. Chef, what do you think about role playing? Mm-mm. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Well, I'm approved, so I just... But if it works for them, I... I have been around them and I, we spoke about their relationship and I love it. He's just very, he loves her to death and she loves him to death. And I, and I admire that. That's something I wish I had mm-hmm. What when I look at them. So you okay with the role play? If it works. Should you, should you have role played in the past? Absolutely, baby. <laughs> Okay, 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 Asia. So what's y'all? All right, now that takes me to my last question. Tell me the, the 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 best role that the best play that y'all ever had behind closed doors. So he talked about the kitty cat, the robber. Oh, that's Lord. tough. <laughs> he said that's y'all, tough. Y'all he deep. said that's tough. Y'all real, real deep right now. <laughs> yeah, real. Deep. When after you got to do it, you got like to do it after we both wash. She said she like to be the nurse after we both wash. After we both take. You ever a bath checked him for CTE? <laughs> <laughs> You say you want to be the nurse why? one. The nurse I like the nurse. I like That's why I asked her. Yeah, because when head. she got the nurse, she got a scalpel, and I don't know. Like she, I don't know she won't cut me, but I don't know if she won't cut me. Y'all really be deep. Chad, y'all eat your lasagna. Like, do you do, think about that? The fear of knowing if she gonna cut you and she won't cut you. But I'm like, I know my baby ain't gonna cut me with this scalpel. <laughs> but she be holding it. I be like, what if she? Okay, but well, can me. I ask you a question, Asia? What you? What do you say? No, 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 tell us, don't tell us. You say, you say that, you say that foolishness. You say some crazy stuff. Come on, motherfucker! I'll be like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> is he serious? <laughs> <laughs> I said, is he serious? <laughs> Red is like. Y'all get them. Y'all get them. You good? I'm hungry. Did you take notes? On what? On the, the that with the well, everything he doing. Like I did 20 years ago because yeah. I was do. I remember I was doing amateur porn before anything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You did say that. Yeah. All right. Thank you, you chef. Enjoy. Thank you, Asia. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. All right. We know it's real now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were talking about, you know, uh, our checks, the game checks, direct deposits, this, that, the other. The guys in the NBA, you know, they make so much more money and it's guaranteed, right? And they feel that they have all this different leverage. You know, you can talk about James Harden and his situation, you know, holding out. These guys got a ton of leverage because their deals are guaranteed. Uh, Giannis, five year, 228 million. Oh, about 45, 40 something million a year or whatever. Yeah, it's 50. All right. So with that, where are these guys' conscience? Like, where are their heads? Are they always in it? What do you mean have, by always in choice. it? I mean, I look at it, it, it's um, it's 82 games, mm-hmm. right? 82 regular season games. I know they love the game, but the NFL, I mean, the NBA, no. it doesn't really, it doesn't seem like I'm they're sorry, going until we hard. Get a, until we get an NBA player on the show to say something differently, no, they're not always in it because you can How see not? the intent, because you can see the intensity. In the NBA season, not by go players up that are getting those regular, super max contracts. They have no choice but to show up. Week regular in, week season, out. you see the intensity go to a whole, from, from the regular season to the playoffs. You see the intensity go to a whole nother level. Guys start playing more defense. Guys start playing more minutes. Like no, they're, no, they, they're not always. And it's eighty-two games. That's a problem. I think that needs to be looked at. Number one, but to, at, what do you mean looked at? But they, I mean, 82 seasons. That's, that's the reason a lot, they're getting bro. paid the amount of money they're getting paid, bro, though. Yes, yes. We're talking about TV deals, 
sponsorship dollars. They're but now, but every now, other but day. now the issue is right. So you got Kawhi Leonard. There's a big issue around load management. Kawhi Leonard sitting out. They started this in in in, in San Antonio. All right, so guys not playing crucial minutes in big games or just throughout the season. Now, what did the NBA just implement? Look, primetime games, crucial moments in the they, season. They got to play. You get fined if you don't play your superstars. Right. So this whole thing about, you know, load management in the NBA, you know, like if 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 it's, a, it's an issue because if these guys are saying that I can't play 82 games, that's too much, and load management means a lot. Then you gotta have a conversation because you gotta you gotta protect the you gotta protect the player. That that thing that Fred that 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 uh, B just said about load management. All you have to do is say that you don't want to play because your hamstring hurts, or you don't want to play because that, bro. You can you can fudge that, and then the, the NBA is about to fudge that. You know what I'm saying? They can fudge that where. Oh, well, oh, yeah. my player can't my do this. Back. Okay, well, my lower back hurts. My stomach hurts. Right. Jason Taylor and Zach Thomas, when I got to the league with my OGs, and everybody had, oh, I don't know who your OGs are, and Zach Thomas told me, he said, hey, by my third year, he said, hey, Crowder, if you don't want to practice, act like you got a stomachache because they, they can't X-ray it and they can't MRI it. And that's the that's the answer. So I don't give a damn what the NBA does. They cannot stop players from taking play games off. Eighty two is too many, and I agree with you. You got James Harden. James Harden is trying to get to Brooklyn number one, or or Miami, or whatever. Well, he makes, just threw that out there now. Whatever yeah. makes sense to win a ring. All right. Which is why Brooklyn was the first choice. But he can't go to Brooklyn unless Brooklyn gives up Kyrie. That's what they said. Of course. So would you give up Kyrie for James Harden? I mean, I'd rather you not put me in that position, being that I'm not a CEO or owner of anything of that magnitude to make that type of business decision. He but, said a bunch of big words. Yeah, yeah, bro. You got to make a decision, bro. He said a big words, but bro, you got to answer the question. Up, would you give up Kyrie Irving for James Harden? Would you? I would. Whatever you I would, would for in that situation. But for me, what, as a, it's almost impossible to get the deal done. But as a basketball bro, fan minus, and a net fan, contracts and all that, I, I would like to see all players. three of them together. That's now, impossible. now if you shift the conversation to the, the Sixers, and would you give up Ben Simmons for James Harden? It doesn't yeah. matter. He's already had Russell Westbrook. He's already had uh, CP3. He is who he is. He's a one-man show. He's going to shoot from the, from the, uh, the hot dog from stand. 30 feet. He, he gonna score. James Harden ain't never gonna win. He'll he never gonna win a, score, he'll, bro. He'll never win the championship. He has to look within himself and try his damnness. He's so good, bro, and it'll be so hard. But he got to look within himself and say, how can I adjust my game to make everybody else around me better? You know what I'm saying? His game's supposed to come to the forefront in the last five minutes in the fourth quarter. If it's a close game, that's when he's supposed to put on his show. You can't be one-on-one for 48 minutes from tip to, to, to the whistle blow. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to win. It looks good. He's a motherfucker, bro. He, he's the real deal. The most natural, purest scorer the game has ever seen. Maybe him. But, but, uh, but, but then you contradicting yeah, yourself. He's got a couple, but he, when you look at his game, he doesn't do what all the other superstars do. But here's do. what I would say, though. When you talk about look at his game, triple. let's go back to the bubble. There's two things we talk about James Harden. He is ball dominant, yeah. and we all say he don't play no defense. Nope. He tried to do both. In the bubble, he played off the ball, and he started playing more defense. Because that was the story. Like, oh, look at James Harden. He's actually playing defense. So when you talk about him trying to transform or elevate his game, evolve, I think he's trying to do that. And, and, and the question for me is, you got – you got Wall, and then you also got big boy Cousins there. Should he stay, or should he be looking to go to Brooklyn or Philly? But do y'all think it is it is with James? Like James been in been in Houston, right? Yeah. And James had Russ, and then they brought in Wall, and then now they brought you know they brought Boogie. Boogie's been hurt, bro. Boogie ain't played in two years, really. Like let's be honest about Boogie. So, do you think it's about the roster for James, or is it about Silas and the ownership of Houston. I think it's more so about are you going to build a team around me that gives me an opportunity to win a championship? It's a bigger picture. The bigger picture. He got. It, the, it, but he, but Chad, is, is this got, is he, this roster a championship roster? I'm not a basketball guy. 
I don't know. You ask me questions. I have they, no they expertise know. on. I don't know. I they, know. I'm soccer and football. That's 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 all I know. So football, I foot, football, soccer's football too. It's all football. But 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 no, you you said it. I think he's right. Just be honest. I think he wants to win a championship because when you look at how he transformed or try he tried to you know uh, elevate his game to do what everybody's saying he can't do. This is a player that wants to win. So he is looking at. My legacy, I already won the MVP. I got the I got the big contract. You know, I'm probably one of the best scorers the NBA has ever seen. Now I'm trying to win the championship. When you look at the roster, do you really believe in Wall? Do you really believe in Cousins? I think they're both yeah. – obviously they're both all-stars of the beast. But the, the situation in, in, New, in New York, in Brooklyn, is better. Bro, the situation in Miami is better than all of it. How do you defer? You have to be able to get the When you're such too, a great player – in terms of score, yeah, like how do you defer? When you talk about those three guys together, KD, Kyrie, and James Harden, what are you James. talking about defer? He he's gonna he's gonna say it when it's when it's crunch time. I want he's gonna always want the ball, bro. Like how? Do, it's I the same I, way. It's the same way D Wade and LeBron I, and, and Bosh no, figured it, it out. No, it isn't because LeBron has always been a facilitator first. Always, he's always made everybody else around him better. Look at the Cleveland team that went to the championship. They beat uh, uh, Golden State. And then the next year, they're in last place. He's a facilitator. That's just what he, he's always raised the play of everybody else around him. You can't say that for a lot of superstars in the NBA. And I don't even watch the NBA like that. But I know what I know. You know what I'm saying? Harden, he's a hell of a player. Scorer. That's what he brings. He's not going to give you that same level of intensity on defense. You know what I'm saying? And that's a liability. He's not going to post up on offense. He's going to bump up, step back, shoot. He's going to hit a lot of those. And he can take you to the hole when he wants to. I know that. He can take you to the hole and score at will whenever he wants to. But that's, that's a vanilla offense. And, 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 and what Steven Jackson said was, Give uh, a silence he an said opportunity. A lot. He said a he lot. Said what did he lot. say? What did he say? He said give a black coach If you want to be a, a, a real one, give a black but we coach get too focused. But sometimes we can get too, we can be too narrow-minded on this, be a real one, be a black one, black one, white one. It, that don't matter. Yeah. Take your talents to wherever you want to take your talents, wherever you think is going to help your career. That's what I say to all of the young men. Make a decision and live with it. I don't give a fuck about that. Real fake. I don't care about all of that at the end of the day. But but that was Stephen Jackson's point though, because my wife my wife looked at me, so I gotta say it, because y'all said she bitched me earlier, so I'm gonna just ride with it. Because of the fact that why wouldn't James Harden ride with Silas in Houston, a black coach that they're giving the chance to, that you're gonna support the struggle, you're gonna support the movement. And it's a it's a point we talked about for the last two seasons on the show. Black men supporting African-American people. So should James Harden say, okay, I need to. I got you, baby. James Harden saying, I need to support this black man with his opportunity that he had. It's the same thing about the top athletes going to HBCUs. Why wouldn't Trevor Lawrence? Why wouldn't, you know, saying these Heisman Trophy candidates go to HBCUs? And it's, it, it, it's a question that... It's a debate that me and Essay had in season one. Yeah. Like, so this is this is bigger. So why wouldn't Harden support a a a black head coach that they gave a yeah. chance to? Yeah, I think over, over, yeah. over yeah. going to something so else. What, whatever it is, at the end of the day, right? If 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 you're ta- if you're chasing a ring, you're not gonna sit back and say, I'm gonna let the color of somebody's skin determine. Where I go and where, where I, I go and what I want to do with my career. You know what I'm saying? The money ain't a problem for him. He's made a couple hundred million dollars already. So that's not even an issue. This guy, you have a coach coming in who's maybe for him who's unproven. Maybe the coach isn't even a factor. Maybe he just wanna be out of Houston. Maybe the media got it wrong. We don't know. This is what I we, we, we're, just, we're, we're just talking. But what I do know is that Silas came from Dallas. Dallas' offense ranked the, the highest offensive production in the history of the NBA. Well, you know, why? Under him. Because of who? Luca. And who else? Um, you got to have those the, players. The, 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 the giraffe. Tall boy. I forgot his name. Uh, Porzingis. Uh, Porzingis. Porzingis. That's what you yeah. said. Their offense was... Porzingis can't stay on the on the court. What are you talking about, Porzingis? You yes. gonna hate on you gonna hate on. Say what you just said again about the offensive production in Dallas. 
Say what you just said. The highest. Because of Luka, not because of Porzingis. Why? Because of one player. Come on, B. Donkic and Porzingis. Ain't it right? You play 2K? I don't play 2K, but I know. I know you don't I watch 2K because you don't know what he's talking about. Porzingis is, he, he hurt every other game. Talking about Porzingis. Get out of here. But there's a reason he got a head coaching opportunity. I only know that because I play 2K. But at the end of the day, it doesn't, it shouldn't determine what a hard decision should be. But we already know what hard want. It's not rocket science. As athletes, we've already been there. They have a different type of leverage in the NBA. Harden wants to win a championship. The money's there. The scoring titles. The the MVP. What is left to complete his legacy? Is the NBA leverage good? Yeah, of for them guys. Good. For them, no, 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 no. For the players, it's great. But for the leagues, yes. Yeah, Does the, the NBA leverage that these guys can get thirty million dollars a year guaranteed? Is it good for the league? Let's think like we're Jerry Jones. I don't want to do. Hypotheticals like we got that kind of money. Bruh, I'm a Jason Whitlock my ass off. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Jason Whitlock. Let's go on the other side, Chad. Let's put the shoe on, on the other go. foot. Come on with me. Is it is the NFL structure of players having limited control of themselves, can't sign a $270 million contract, or is the NBA structure better? We we're would, we would no, never no, no, real we, talk. We're our owners. Football. What structure is better? NBA. For the owners? Yeah. How? No. Well, no. That's what, a whole nother show. Pay? No, that's bro. That's a whole nother show. It's not another show. The the structure of the NFL is way better for the owners because it's a, a Well, I mean, you run a show. People coming in and out. You run the show, but I, here's here's why, you know, for me, I think when you talk about just the collect collective bargaining agreement and just the relationship between the players and the ownership, the NBA is getting it right. Thank you. I, you know, because because here's what I believe. I don't care if it's in pro it sports. I don't care yes, if it's in. It a, I don't care if it's in banking. I don't care if it's in you know real estate. A good deal is a fair deal, and the NBA people. they both people they both right. sides get to the table and they both have a voice. NFL not so much. Are they getting better? I think so. But that's a whole that's a whole that's a whole show. nother conversation. that's a whole nother show. Yes. So let, so look to end this show. To end the show, because we no, talked no, about no, something. no, 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 no. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't end the fucking show. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get the show, Chad. We'll get, we'll get this show. Well, we'll listen, get no. the, the timer. Show, let's keep going, because I don't want to go home, because I'm by myself. You want to <laughs> bring my wife back in? It's over. It's over. The show is over. You know what we didn't do? How about we switch? Put the cameraman out here. Let's talk to the people behind the. You know, yeah, does Anthony, bring, come out here. You know what? That's a that's a good little segue. Anthony, you come out here because you know what? Our production crew, our partners, just want a streamy. Do you know what a streamy is? A streamy? Yeah. You don't know what a streamy is? It so YouTube, type of so like the Emmys, the Grammys, yeah. the award shows. So YouTube does this thing. YouTube is the platform for content right now. They leaders, they're bosses. They want a streamy. They put out this documentary, um, Lele Pons. She's awesome. Has this huge following, like forty something million, just awesome. And they followed her, they tracked her, and they actually just won a streamy. And that was over Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber had a yeah. Come here, Where Anthony. Are we? Come here, Anthony. Anthony. Tell us about this. Come here, Anthony. Yeah. SA, <laughs> yeah, take Jersey the camera man. from him. You're not right like here. Well, come over me. here. <laughs> come on. Because he don't want this show to end. Alicia, should we get Alicia out here too? Sit right here, Alicia. Alicia, yeah. Come on, Alicia. <laughs> I'm about to talk into your mic. Right? There we go. Alicia! <laughs> the people need to know who's behind the, the shit. Magic, All they see baby. is us. You guys are behind the magic, B. You guys are the magic, though. That's why we stay back. No, but you make us look good. You're responsible for this shit. Let's go. That's right. Well, no, that's good. I mean is that we edit this so none of this can go in. No, it's definitely going in. <laughs> it's definitely going in. This is how we're ending the show. Oh, really? Talk to us about a streamy and the significance of that and how awesome that is. Well, uh, streamy is the YouTube versions of like Emmys and uh, production awards. They give out for a lot of different awards for several different categories. Um, we worked on a project with Lele Pons and uh, she struggled a lot with mental health issues and even though she had you know, 45 million plus followers, no one knew what she struggled with. Um, depression, OCD, ADHD, and wow. actually she would go to therapy here in Weston, Florida at NBI, um, near the Neural Behavioral Institute. And it was really powerful because she 
has so many different, especially young people and even people our age that struggle with mental health and they had no idea what was really wrong. And she opened up. And ever since she did that, um, I mean, millions of people, literally, we'd say thousands, but it's been millions of just like, wow. oh my God, I have this, I have that. Um, the show got over 50 million views. Our documentary was a five part series and uh, we won for best documentary and beat out like, the Justin Bieber that's right. That's right. Oh, so it, it was, uh, I mean, I've done a lot of different shows, obviously. You know, Chad. Yeah. Too, oh, yeah. So talking about different shows, thing, but, I don't even think y'all know. Oh, she She's won 10 sports Emmys. She started at Hard Knocks covering this guy. All right. Hard Knocks. You know the show HBO. You first Emmy. Yeah, that was your first Emmy? Mm-hmm. With Chad, with Ocho? Yep. So he made the show. Did you get an Emmy? Yeah, I should. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. hers is mine. Yeah. That's, no, 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 that's no. The, no, no is no Ocho's way. name on the Emmy? Yes or no? In spirit, but he knows. That's all. It, that's all that matters. All that matters. That's all that matters. I make will, the I make the magic. Will Ocho or Brandon's name be on a, 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 a trophy or a belt at the end of the five rounds? <laughs> if people want to know. <laughs> What's your take? What's your take? Black on black crime. It's been a it's been a rough year. We don't need to be fighting each other. (laughs) We got the sweet science. We got the sweet science, and then we got a mauler. That's right. Look, at the end of the day, look, it's not gonna happen. I'm a heavyweight. I don't even know what you would do. I'm like Roy Jones. It don't matter what weight you are. If that's what you want, we can do it. I'm not even gonna entertain the conversation. Oh, why not? Because it's like, you know, like Holyfield told me you go and you watch the it's like Mayweather Paul. People want to see it. Mm. See? Same thing. We got some big news coming about that in the next couple weeks about that. We got some other YouTube awards that might can happen. We got the magic. We're going to talk about boxing in the next couple weeks. We got some big stuff coming. So I am athlete. I am athlete. This dude, right, played professional baseball. And he's behind the scenes shooting the show, producing the show, editing the show. So give us a little bit, you know, just to close out. It's time to roll. But... Um, your experience from doing one thing almost all your life and then transitioning into business and the creative world, the entertainment world. How was that? Was it tough? No, not at all. It was actually really fast. Um, I got lucky in that I found another passion while I was playing, Mm. which I don't think a lot of guys do, right? It's like your sport and then after that's over, they're all lost. It's Mm -hmm. like, where do I go from here? I found this really early in my career and I mean, as soon as I was over, it's actually, it's, it upsets me to think about how quickly I flipped the switch. I don't even think about baseball. Wow, I played for amazing. 10 years, man. It's crazy. Right. Like, this is it now. Um, not that I don't, didn't love my career or didn't appreciate it. Right. It was amazing. And I made a lot of friends, and I had great time, traveled. You guys know how it is. Right. But it's behind so, me. But in a good way, in a good way, you know? It's the, it's the passion, and we spoke about this. When you're when you're when you're active player, you you gotta find something that you love, right? You gotta understand that this can eventually come to a halt at some point. Any minute, right? So you have to be excited about what's unknown and what's next, as you were about what might happen on Sunday in the game. That's how I was. It seems that you know that's what you're saying, and when you hit the ground running. You know, the transition is as smooth as, as, as anything. So I, I guess that would be something I would share or I would want the young guys that are listening or watching the show and listening to the show to, to consider. You know, you got to get ready for the next chapter. So you're not a, a, a statistic because that's real. You know what I'm saying? 87% of the guys are, are filing a bankrupt or, or, or broke or whatever it might be. So you got to get excited, like you're playing a game. That, that's what I do. Get that's, ready for get ready for the next chapter before it comes. Anything in life. Before though. it comes, you don't let don't like don't that. read the next chapter when it's here. Get ready for the next chapter before that, 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 that's, that's It's hard stuff. though while you're playing. I mean, you're so focused on that's what you've been focused on since you were a kid. I want to play in the in the big leagues. I want to play uh, in the league. You know, how do you not? Th- how do you think about something else? I, I don't think I was thinking that when I found this passion. But once I did, I was like, oh, wait a minute, this isn't going to last forever, which is something like you're pointing out. And I think they should know is, you, you know, you got to know that there's something else after this. This would isn't going to last a long would time. Would you say you found it or would you say it found you? I think it found me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And which then, is, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm lucky in that sense. Right. You know, a lot of people don't get that. But 
when it finds you, like, like, I guess it's like that high school love or, or the girl in high school that thinks you're cute. You're like, oh, shit, I got to do everything I need to do to impress her and make sure I keep her. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think, at least in my mind, the way my mind works, that's what I feel like you're saying. Yeah, they know girl in high school said you was cute. Ah, that's the show. <laughs> that ain't the <laughs> show. <laughs> nah, this <is> mother- <laughs> ah. yeah, crazy, bro. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike the skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta like the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past, bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.